Beep. Beep. <laughs> that doesn't help with the coordinate in the starts at all, does it? Because you went beep, Adam went boop, yeah, there was a delay. and I went... It we could try and guess what each other's next going to say so that we all say it to the same fish. What, like right now? Like on like, three? Yeah. One, two... Wait, are, are we going on three or one, two, three? About a split second after. Da- Danish time. Okay, okay, okay. What, so you guys have to wait an hour? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see your thing and we'll just sit here. <laughs> Alright, on three. One, two, three. Boba Fett. Big old titties. Fish, um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just thought two words that came to mind. Fish and I think you went slightly after us as well, Adam, so that still didn't help. <laughs> so... Hello and welcome to episode uh, whatever episode one of twenty twenty two, season seven of the Justice League podcast. We took a little break over Christmas and uh, that kept rolling a bit longer. We had to wait for Adam's head to make another uh, rotation of the planet before we could uh, line up our uh, schedules again. So I'm Ricky and I cut my bran flakes with Frosties. I told you where you're going with that then. <laughs> I told you it wasn't ex- exactly something to talk about. It's just I I thought the other day it's just as you I was had doing to say it, something. I no, I just thought it the other day when I was doing it, I thought this could be something silly that I could tell people about on a podcast. Something shameful that you just want to admit just casually so it just goes away. I'm I that genuinely just surprised me. <laughs> I don't know what you were going to come out with. What? That's so random. And you know what? I'm no stranger to mixing cereals. You got to sometimes. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. It's just so. It was just so random. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It's just because you know I was trying to eat healthier, and I thought I'll. I'll By eat some... adding <laughs> frosties to your, to your healthy breakfast is not eating help help uh, healthily. So I thought it'll help me get some fiber. Do, do you know what comes to mind? I'll take half Coke, half Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, take a six-peak chicken nuggets and throw two <laughs> of them away. <laughs> a junior Western Baker cheese. Not a large, a small. <laughs> small chocolate shake. So, um, yeah, it, well, I, I, I'll quickly explain it. It's just because I was trying to eat, eat healthier and bran flakes taste like carb, soggy cardboard. I like Frosties. It means that I get fibre. There we but go. You, well, there we go. You, you're defeating the purpose. You're not eating healthily if you're having sugar-coated sugar flakes of sugar on your brown flakes. Oh, Adam, you just you just don't get it. I, I clearly <laughs> don't. I don't know the science. <laughs> I don't do food. Anyway. Hey, I'm Tranter. And that's it. I have no story. Adam. I'm Adam, and the other day I burned my soul on a cup of tea. <laughs> what did you do? Just sit in it? Uh, kind of. I <laughs> was it in a teapot on a cup? It was a cup. I was... Were you trying one of those at-home coffee enemas? <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody was going to say you've been doing it the wrong way. Well, um, don't get me wrong, that is the wrong way. Yeah, I've been told it's just more enjoyable. You know when you do that thing, you you know you're going to spill tea in yourself. I put I put my cup... So you my... turned around! <laughs> he, 
It's one of those embarrassing Uh-oh, things. Looks like, like I'm going to spill my coffee. <laughs> Better spread my cheeks. <laughs> Better do a handstand. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get tea on the back, out on the front of my trousers. Whoops. Oh, please tell me this was at work. Oh no, no, no! I haven't been to work for like. I've been working. I must say, I've got to clarify just in case anyone's listening. Um, no, I was. Veronica was over. And we were sitting down, and we were about to settle down to watch a, a film. And she's sitting there. And she's like, "Do you want me to hold your tea for you?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." And I can't remember what I was doing. I had something in my hand, so I put my tea between my knees. You, you know, it's like the cup is pressed be- at the bottom. Of the cup's pressed between my knees, so it starts tilting forward. So I do the smart thing of going sitting upwards. But the cup. Nothing spills. of this screams do the smart yeah, thing. I know, but my, the cup. The cup tilts forwards and it pours onto my jeans, so I hop upwards, which spills more tea. But it, instead of pouring onto my junk, it pours down between my legs into my jeans. And as I sit down, I get a little spicy kiss on my bum hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then it makes it worse because I jump and go, I burnt my bottle. And, uh, and Veronica said, I could have <laughs> just held your cup for you. And she's like, you're right. And I was like, I won't sit down for a while. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> but you know, when you know when you go, yeah, I could have handled that better as an adult. <laughs> Do you want to explain who Veronica is? Just so people no, understand. No, uh, Veronica is my daughter, who I'm hoping will not inherit my, my genius level intellect. <laughs> I just wanted the audience to know that your child was the one being sensible. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Although sometimes I I hand her a cup of tea and I've got it I've got my hand under her cup where the heat doesn't get to my hand because it's got one of those little groove thing uh, like a little flat bit and I go be careful it's hot and she'll take it from the top I'm like it's hot so I am a little bit worried I have to admit I mean she's gotten this far so who knows I mean there's still time to burn her ass on a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that like a couple of years down the line it happens and she's like. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where like, they show in that the Simpsons gene kicks in at the age of eight. Mm. <laughs> the Wilmot yeah. gene kicks in at the age of, what, 35? Do, do you know what? That always sort of pops in my head every now and again. My favourite bit of that, you know, the scene where he's got all the Simpsons together. Yeah. yeah. They say, oh, you haven't asked any of the female Simpsons. And he goes, oh, okay, okay. Uh, how about you, uh, Doctor um, uh, Simpson? It's just that pause. Like they're all Simpsons. Yeah. Well, anyway. But to be fair, when people ask your name, if like you're not expecting, you look. Uh, well, I do. I'll go. Uh, Rick, uh, Ricky. What have I been using for the last couple of years? <laughs> I read an interesting thing about names. I read and and family members. I read an interesting, uh, like one of those uncomfortable facts. And identical twins will at least at one point in their life been confused, possibly confused for the other one. And might have been named differently when they were smaller. You know, so you got Rod and Todd, for example. Somebody could have accidentally called Todd Rod at one point, and they've stuck with it. And who's who's another difference? There's a guy in work who calls who called me John, and it was one of those Chandler moments. Like I left it that first time, and then the second time is too late to correct. Yep. So like to him, I was just John. And I was there one day with one of my work colleagues and he went, all right, John, how are you doing? And it was like, and when he left, he goes, why, why did he call him John? And I had to explain why this, this cleaning guy calls me John. Nice. 
Right. So no Kieran today? No, Kieran's not feeling very well at the moment. It's not COVID. Oh. <laughs> Kieran's got the Rona. Um, but, um, yeah, so we haven't recorded for a while. Um, in that time, weirdly, we've actually seen each other in person. All of us. Nice. Yup. And still didn't record. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You weren't in Swansea long enough. It would have been nice to have done a in-person recording, but yeah, if if it was maybe one more night, then then we could have. But busy, busy. So Mark was over for Christmas for a couple of weeks, which was why we didn't record in like December. And then things have started picking up with the calm. Do you guys want to start giving uh, an update? Yeah. So by the time this comes out, we'll have announced another guest. But ooh, who is it? Uh, Sorry, carry on. <laughs> okay, so the con is be we've been to the venue which we said about the other day. Um, we've started seeing like plans for the layout and how many people mm. we can have in. Tickets are going well. Uh, get yours now at uh, scgc.org.uk. Yeah, and ticket all we'll always have tickets available on the day, but if you've got tickets in advance, it's like a queue jump. We'll have a separate queue for ticket holders. Who will yep, be able yep. to get in quicker? Yeah, so we've got some great guests lined up, like uh, John Wagner, creator, one of the co-creators of uh, Judge Dread. Nice. Who else we got? Adam. Joe Glass, cre- uh, local creators, Cardiff-based, uh, uh, creator of the Pride and now the Miracles. Um, we've got Sarah Grayley and Steph Purinens. Purinens, forgive me, Steph, if you're listening to this, and I get you saying saying it wrong. Uh, we've got a whole host of unique new kind of guests as well we've got a we've got a new uh, person assisting with our cosplay uh rachel and uh she's very uh she's been great she's been very helpful she's securing um guests who've done a lot of stuff for discworld uh, like narrating books and uh things connected to discworld or cosplay so we've got a lot of guests uh from uh from that area that field and uh, and the big guest we've got secured as well now is Stephanie Hans, who's um, from uh, France. She's the artist on uh, Die with Kieran Gillen, and she's she's obviously done a whole host of other things in between. Um, but Die is the big one that's kind of got her a lot of attention. It's the uh, comic based uh, around a role playing adventure. Sweet. Uh, so that that's a really that's a really big guest. And then we've got Dylan Teague, Pat, uh, Patrick Goddard, uh, Mark Burrows. We've got uh, author Jasper Ford uh, coming along. Um, I'm trying to think. How wedding? Um, these are the guests that I can think of off the top of my head. Jonathan Keeble, who isn't a, isn't maybe a well-known name, but in terms of video game video games, I said video games then. He's um he's you've usually fought against him or fought alongside him in video games. He was the bad guy for uh I forget which Dragon Quest is. I think it's Dragon Quest Eight, Journey of the Cursed King, which is like the big you know like Final Fantasy Seven put Final Fantasy on the map for pretty much everybody. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight was the one that basically everyone paid attention to in that game, and he plays the main bad guy in that. Uh, and he's done a lot of stuff on uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. And if you've listened to the Horus Heresy books on like audiobook, uh, which are Games Workshop books at Mark, uh, 40k or 30k to be more precise, he's probably narrated it for you, so you've probably heard his voice there if you've listened to any of that. And then we've got uh, some 
gaming demonstrations that'll be going on throughout the day so plenty of free activities it's shaping up to be a really good good event yeah but we are very busy with that at the moment <laughs> yeah as you can sounds probably. good sounds like a good lineup we might have a few more yet as well we're still working on things behind the scenes yeah so there'll be plenty to do so make sure you come along um and when is it april the 8th and 9th ninth and 10th and I'm surprised you got that wrong. <laughs> Do you want to go again? You could go. Uh, April 9th and 10th. I almost did it again, man. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah, from 10 o'clock in the morning on both days. So that's what's been eating mine and Adam's time recently. Yeah, we've um, we've seen a massive increase on ticket sales. Tickets, pre-ticket, uh, pre-show ticket sales. Um, not to get too nerdy. Usually we see a little trickle here and there, and then a bit of a boost towards the the last other uh, week leading up to the show. But we've had ticket massive ticket sales like like we've never seen before, which is fantastic. It's, it kind of reassures you, you know, because it's a bigger venue and we're two days and we're thinking, oh, crap, have we bitten off more than we can chew? And then, you know, are people going to turn up? And we've already basically, um, I think we've quadrupled the amount of tickets, maybe maybe more so uh, than we see at this point in any of our shows previously. So it's, uh, it's going to be really cool, we think. We hope. Good stuff. Right. What are we going to talk about? So we wanted to, me and Mark wanted to talk about Spider-Man, but Adam hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So like a couple of big things have happened. Spider-Man's come out. It's probably the most exciting. I'm probably the only person who hasn't seen Spider-Man right now <laughs> on the entire planet. So yeah, we we want we really wanted to talk about Spider-Man, but of course Adam hasn't seen it. So even though you probably know a lot of the stuff that happens and you're not really fussed about spoilers i still kind of feel bad yeah it's more talking about it in such detail I've, now so. i know i don't want to say it because i don't know who's listening and hasn't seen it but i know i know quite a few big ones one of them was just randomly revealed to me just while i was surfing uh the web on my break earlier well, break, to be fair, I, it's been I, out two months. Yeah, I was sitting in my uh, bike. <laughs> I was totally expecting to say whilst you were surfing USA. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the Beach Boys today, so I could have said that. It could have been stuck in my head. Um, you know, yeah, you know, just, uh, I, it's more, you know, the expectations and 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 big beats because I want Veronica and I to watch it together. We watched the other two uh, around the same time as well. Uh, it's just that really. So I want to pick it up yeah. and we can watch it together. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. But like, yeah, that's why I don't really want to talk about it now because... I appreciate that. I, w- I want you to enjoy it when you watch it because it is, it is really good. Yeah. But um, So you enjoyed wh- it. What was funny... Oh, I yeah, I absolutely loved it. But what was funny for me, um, I, I didn't watch it over here. I watched it back in the UK. Yeah. Denmark went into lockdown again, like... A couple of days after it came out. Okay. So a lot of people on my team didn't get a chance to see it. Like they booked tickets for like the Sunday morning um, or like Sunday afternoon, but the lockdown started Saturday night or something like that. So I watched it in the UK and then when I came back and I went back to work, I'm expecting everyone to be talking about it, everyone talking about this and that and that. And then people ask, oh, so who's, who's in Spider-Man? Two people out of our team. Me and another guy who also watched it in the UK. So literally literally no one who was who was still in Denmark watched Spider Man. 
and we're just like, we're just sat there itching to talk about it. But we don't even want to talk about it to each other because people are here, and then it's like, oh, you don't want to be that guy. It's one of those ones. It's I mean, it's been so well received. It's uh, I don't think it's spoiler territory. It's it's the it's it, it's the when you're free to discuss it in a collective group. I don't think it's spoiler. I think it's it's the opposite in this instance. I think it's you want to make sure you're around everyone when you can discuss this thing. You know, you don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah, but like if no one else has seen it yeah. and you're here talking about. Spoilers this way, spoilers that way, like, because it's happened. It's happened to me. I've been on the other end of that, and it sucks. I've um, so like I went and watched it for my birth on my for my birthday, um, and oh, happy birthday, Rick! <laughs> for two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I went and watched. Didn't know it was your birthday sometime this year. <laughs> you have a birthday this year as well. Yeah, I do. Snap. <laughs> so I went and watched it around my birthday and then I went to uh, the smokehouse in Swansea afterwards and then I got uh, pinged and it was well worth being pinged both of those things were <laughs> I didn't have COVID nice. I had to, but it did mean that I was waiting for test results go leading into Christmas which was yeah. so fun <laughs> oh, a delight I have a funny story about that actually um back when was it about November if this time? doesn't end with you burning your asshole on a cup of tea i don't uh, want to hear it it's no it's a little bit more pathetic a little bit more prophetic as well i guess um back in november i had a letter i was waiting for deli- christmas deliveries and i had um i had nothing nothing for days i had a big old wad of mail pushed through my letterbox and um I, and there was like this uh, recycled piece of paper you know like cheap ass paper stapled together just jammed through my letterbox with it and I look at all the mail. I was like, "Geez, there's a lot of mail. I haven't had anything for a while." And you know, it's like it's like buses. And it was a letter from the Royal Mail. Uh, sorry, note from the Royal Mail saying we won't be delivering anything to your house now because we've got a problem with a dangerous dog either on your street, the street behind, or the street down from you. I was like, "Can they really do that during?" I, I understand the dangerous dog thing, but I've I walk up and down the streets all the time. I don't see the dog, and there's loads of delivery people who are still delivering. So clearly, this dog has it out for postman. That's ridiculous. Why don't they just not deliver to the dangerous dog house? Well, yes, that would be the thing. But the, it was more. I was more frustrated that it was a. It was a. It was a pandemic. The le- nearest quote unquote nearest delivery place is in Clansamlet, which isn't close because I had to borrow. No. You had to. I had to basically bomb a lift off the Ricky just to get down there. Yeah, it's like the far side of Sans Hamlet as well. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I was grumbling to Ricky, grumbling to Ricky, and I said, "Look, it's, it's stupid. You know, they're putting us at risk. I get that's dangerous dog. I don't want, I don't want post delivery people to um, be injured by this dog, but it's just very dangerous. It's risky. You know, you're going to be waiting in the queue, or I'm going to have some important letter because I was waiting for my second vaccination. I think by this point." Uh, oh no, my booster letter actually. And you know, there's going to be mail that's probably waiting for me there. They, even though it's the post office themselves, they only hold it for a few, you know, about two weeks, and then they send it back. And I'm like, it's the place where the mail goes to die. Why, why, you know, why they send? Where, who are they going to send it back to? But um, so we went down there just before Christmas. I think it was like two days before Christmas Eve, and. I, I'm grumbling to myself. I got all this proof of address because I may imagine it's going to be a fight. Like I am who I am. There's no cues, so I stroll in there with a mask on and I go. I just pick it up here to pick up my mail. And um, 
I'd even I'd even ordered something for Kieran for as a Christmas present, and it hadn't turned up, so I'd got him some books instead. And they were in the car because we we're going to do a gift exchange. So I'm standing there waiting for my mail, and I can see the gift I got Kieran, which I had ordered in November, was there. And I was like, ah, okay, great. And uh, and then I saw some letters that had been redirected because they'd been delivered to the wrong address. And I was like, ah, I knew that was going to happen. So I opened the mail and it was an important tax document uh, about single occupancy. And I was like, damn it, I could get in trouble for that, you know? So I was really angry and I get into the car and I'm swearing under my breath. I go, oh, look, it's good. He takes Ricky his mask up. off when he comes out of the post office, jumps yeah. in the car. And whilst he's been in the post office, that's when I got pinged. And yeah. I say, I just got pinged. And the first thing he does after sitting in the car with me for 15 minutes to get there was reach to put his mask on. And I went, it's a bit late now, Adam. Yeah. So I was like, great. So then it meant then, you know, I wasn't going to see Veronica till Boxing Day. So uh, Ricky and Kieran went to get a PCR test. And I said I'd wait. I do do an LFT when I I go, uh, sorry, in the morning on Christmas Day just to see. And fortunately, Ricky had been doing tests in car, uh, in work and uh, with his own uh, testing stuff and then with the work stuff as well. So he knew he was fine and same with Kieran. But there's always that uncertainty, especially with the Omicron variant. So that, that put a dampener on everything. And then they, they still didn't deliver. They started delivering properly about two weeks ago. So Yeah, so that was a <laughs> little detour around Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's... Uh... What else? Oh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett ended uh, last week. I was I was stupidly thinking earlier when I packed up for work. I was like, oh, Wednesday tomorrow, Boba. Oh, no. Yeah. So we're all caught up on Boba Fett. We are. Some of our listeners might not be, so we've got to try and be as careful. But... Ricky? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm up to date with it as well. Right, what did you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah? I could see was... some of the problems that people complained yeah. about, but... I still enjoyed it. And definitely the last three episodes were definitely the best, and not for the reasons... Oh, you mean The Mandalorian Series 3? Yes, yeah. yeah. But the weird thing is, especially that last episode, it did something that Disney... Uh, sorry, the Star Wars hasn't done before. It's done a weird, like, mash-up, and it didn't take itself too seriously, you know? It was, uh, it was just everything at once. It was, let's get The Mandalorian in there, let's get... Uh, certain Jedi characters in there. Let's get a let's get as Ricky was saying right when he as soon as he saw the Rancor pop up, he's like he's gonna be riding that. You know, let's get let's get yep. Boba Fett riding a Rancor. Let's get modders hanging out with uh, assassins. Right, I'm gonna come back to those modders because I thought they were absolute bullshit. I think most people did. Right. I didn't mind them. Right, so. Book of Boba Fett, I was super excited, and I did, and yeah, I I enjoyed it as well, right? So it was great. But Boba Fett, I love Boba Fett. Whole series about him, sweet. <laughs> but there there was a few things that I was like, ugh, what what are they doing? So like the the first episode, right? When he find that sand monster, which is something straight out of a Harryhausen animation. Yeah. Like what the f- was that? Like, it didn't feel like Star Wars. It didn't feel like a Star Wars monster. Ugh. I know what you mean. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, I think that was purposely done. It's, it's from probably one of the books or something. Or one of the cartoons that they've flown. I didn't brush up against that. It's like, remember in Star Wars, A New Hope? Which bit? Right. 
remember Star Wars. Remember Star Wars? <laughs> um, yeah, no one who knew hope when you see the well, what was the crate dragon skeleton, but yeah. in the Mandalorian, the crate dragons are now being upscaled to a point where that skeleton was definitely not a crate dragon, so they've just had to populate Tatooine with as much different things as possible. I think that's what with I things that can and things that can eat creatures that big. I yeah, I get, I get that, but it just felt. The, I think the design of it, the animation of it, it just felt so out of place. It just it just ruined the first episode for me. And then the mods or modders or whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? It was clearly a, a play on mods, wasn't it? I mean, they were driving mod scooters, but they were all body modifica- modifications. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, they're, they're mods, but it's because they modify themselves. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then they've got the... Land speed of Vespers, which are in immaculate condition for people who can't afford to buy water. Ridiculous. It all falls apart now you've said that. I completely <laughs> understand. I get that. No. And then, no, I hang think... on a minute. Hang on a minute. Also, right, I saw one of them was even wearing a suit, right? Their, their Vespa speeder bikes had the, the side mirrors and stuff. Yeah. I have not once ever seen a rear view mirror or side mirror in Star Wars. That's because... And these have got like 10. That's because they're all on those scooters and nobody gives a crap about what's in the rear view mirror. Yep. This is why a lot of people get killed when they're flying TIE Fighters, uh, sorry, X-Wings and TIE Fighters, I guess, down um Well, TIE runs. Fighters, you can't look left or right. You look ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a but head the... and a head only, Adam. With uh, with X wings though, I mean, you know, you, they did the trench run, and if they had rear view mirrors, I think Vader wouldn't have had so much of a shot in them. I mean, they were in a trench, but still, you know. So maybe it's a lesson for everyone. Maybe ten thousand wing mirrors on your vehicle might actually have saved some lives. Like they didn't go fast either. No, they didn't. <laughs> they were all about these speeder bikes, and then proceeded to have the slowest chase I have ever seen. Like they're just not fast. Like I get what they were going for. It's that. Oh, it's that but it was so of, unnecessary. Oh no, I they've get. Gi- they've given it them. They've given them this mod, like sixties mod look, but that should never even be in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we all have our sticking points for Star Wars. Somebody, don't, some people don't like the new trilogy. I don't like when they bring real world politics in it. We found we found that uh, Tranta's Tranta's little bit of sand. A little bit that sticks in his craw is modders, people <laughs> driving mod vehicles, each their own. But yeah, I I get that. I I they didn't bother me as much as they seem to bother bother everyone else. But <laughs> I can see why they bother people. They did definitely stick out in the wrong way, but yeah. I I just kind of rolled with it. Not so much like the vehicles being clean, because I can imagine like those kids keeping them clean. But the kids themselves were really clean for living on, like, everyone around them. You know you've made us sound really old by calling them the kids, because those people are probably almost our age. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they like clean compared to everyone around them as well. Well, you get you get those, that, with the modders, though. I mean, with the mods from the 60s, they they would be working, like, dead. Have you not seen Quadrophenia, anybody? anybody? Yeah, terrible movie. You know, yeah. they'd be... <laughs> wow. They'd be doing, uh, they'd be doing the menial jobs. Just it's the prequel just doing... to the uh, to Park Life, isn't it? <laughs> yes. 
they, they'd be working like like Sting was as bellhops in places, and then just making ends meet just to make sure their motorcycles look pristine and clean. So it's... that's what I was going to say about it. Is that it comes back to that Star Wars represent like the original trilogy, kind of being a mirror of where the world was at that point yep. in time, and then that's how someone explained. Like the prequel trilogy as being kind of like the Roaring Twenties just before the mm. fall, so you've got all the Art Deco and stuff. So these just guys the crash of Wall Street, yeah, before the crash. So all Art Deco, and that's why Naboo and the prequel trilogy looks pristine in comparison to to the original trilogy. Using that analogy, the mods make total sense to me. Like I could see why people would brush up against the Vespers, but they are. Like, I think they're supposed to be, like, late teens, early 20s. Not youths, no kids. Young adults, then. Is that better for you? Yeah. But, like, um, they're that generation that are... Is it six years, five, six years after the fall yeah. of the Empire? Yeah, it's So five, they're kind of, like, six. rebelling against everything? Yeah. The first free generation kind of thing. So, like, I kind of get it, and to me, that was fine. It... It just meant, I, like, I get, it's like when Doctor Who made the Dal- uh, Daleks look um, like Power Rangers. <laughs> it just looked a bit silly, but I let it, I just brushed it off. Yeah. It's just not what I wanted from a Bubba Fett series. Oh, no. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> as much as I enjoyed the two Mandalorian episodes, hmm. that's not what I wanted from Boba Fett. Yeah. Like, they were really uh, good like, episodes. They were. Yeah, but they should have been episodes one and two or episodes one and six of The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. They shouldn't have been The, <laughs> the Mandalorian think, season three. I think the big disparity as well is that they were shot and directed differently. You know, uh, Bright, I never noticed how well Bryce Dallas Howard and her crew who directed, who directed that episode... Uh, they have that different feel, that Mandalorian feel. Everything feels widescreen. You know that bit where he's on the space station. But like that's the that's the point of um, why they they got people like Robert Rodriguez to do episodes is because he does western, and it was hmm. the the actual Boba Fett stuff was space western. Yeah, yeah. And and I loved it. Uh, I did text Lee at the end of episode. Six is it? It was seven episodes when we are going into we've seen spoilers anyway. When Cad Bane turned up, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> As he was walking that, that shape in the desert, I went, Holy, f- it's Cad Bane! And Kira went, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. I did the exact same thing, I was like, That can't be Cad Bane, that can't. I... And then you see the hat and you're like, Cad Bane, and like, Yeah, Kira went, No, it can't be. And then, he, and then as he got a bit closer, he went. Oh sh! It is Cad Bane, <laughs> <laughs> and like that, I was gutted that they killed him. I was going to be a bit more su- subtle with that. I was going to go. It's a shame that he probably won't be returning. <laughs> Are we spoiling things anyway? Yeah, like, no, just, it's just out. It. Yeah, it's out. And... Should have watched it if you're that big of a fan. <laughs> uh, well, that was one of the things with like sneaking in two episodes of The Mandalorian. I do think that like Boba Fett might have just seemed like something more for us Star Wars fans who love like old Star Wars and Boba Fett. And then mm. the people who have only got into it through Baby Yoda 
because that's what the people who who are watching Mandalorian for. Baby Yoda are calling him. They're not calling him Grogu yet, but still, yeah. he's Baby Yoda to them. They probably weren't watching Boba Fett, and now they've missed a massive chunk of the Mandalorian story. Yeah. Can we talk about how much of an ass Luke Skywalker was? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it just goes against everything. I think maybe, though, he knew that Grogu's heart wasn't in it. And that's why he gave him the option, so that he feels like he had the option instead of Luke kicking him out, perhaps. We knew where he went with it at the end, in the last episode. So maybe Luke was just going, I can see he's not up to this. Yeah, I, I get that. The illusion of choice. I like I get that, but when you look at it, he makes he makes him decide between the super cool lightsaber or or the armor, right? Yeah, or Frodo's vest. But wh- yeah, why the vest? Yeah, why is he even making him choose? Because he wants to teach him how to use this lightsaber, possibly the most dangerous weapon to yourself, <laughs> right? Like by accident, sort of thing. As we've seen in with the dark saber. <laughs> yeah. So he he wants to teach this. Let's let's be honest, baby, this lightsaber. But then he's got this chainmail vest that is lightsaber proof. Yeah. And he's like, well, let's let's just give him both because that'll stop him cutting himself in half. He's too busy shooting the baby with a drone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought I'd see a Star Wars movie where one of the good guys was taking aim at a kid. It's that thing as well of, in Empire Strikes Back, Yoda makes him take that choice of stay and finish your tra- training, become a Jedi, or go and save your friends. And what made Luke the better Jedi was the fact that he did go and save his friends. Yeah. So then for him to now go, oh... Um, yeah, you can't have emotional attachments. Oh, really? So is that why your sister's your first student? Or why you're going to take in her son? But um, I did see someone... Uh, you someone on... Uh, it was on Fat Man on Batman. The JC, who is the producer kind of person. He's a massive Star Wars fan. He's got a, a space cantina in, in LA. It's not a Star Wars bar. Because you get sued for that. (laughs) (laughs) A spaceport cantina. Um, So he was saying that he thinks that it's going to turn out that that was Luke testing, but in the reverse of Yoda. So Mm -hmm. he's asking him that question to see whether he's like Luke and is going to go and save his friends. Or he's, or he's like Anakin and wants it for the power kind of thing. Yeah. So like, and if he had chosen the like, does make sense. He would have sent him away, kind of thing. So, if they do that, but at the same time, at at face value, that's not what it looked like. It looked like Luke Skywalker is a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of the episode. Luke Skywalker (laughs) is a jerk. (laughs) We're gonna get a lot of angry TLDRs going. How dare you? That's fine. Bad publicity is good publicity. No. You'll have to, Adam, you've been trying to learn Photoshop. You'll have to Photoshop my head onto that famous panel of X-Men with over Kitty's body and change Professor X to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, we have have some some points to pick at Boba Fett, but generally... You know, it was it was a solid series. I like I liked it. Same year. Um, yes. Really enjoyed it. 
had some issues. Uh, like, I could see where people had issues, but yeah. overall, I enjoyed it. I'm keen to see where. And it's uh, uh, Luke Skywalker, Obi Wan Kenobi next. Can we all agree, right, after watching the whole series, that that was definitely not a book? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't. No, you're right. I was expecting to have to turn pages at points, like and it, I didn't get that. It's not just me. <laughs> there was no book. There was no pages. He, there was he nothing. Doesn't, he doesn't even read a book in it. <laughs> I thought at some point he might be at least writing a journal or something. <laughs> I don't like, know. Like, dear diary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust. I don't trust. Um, dog version of Samurai Jack. I think he's gonna turn on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's some really, really classy bits about it. I even like this slow moment with Amando and the Naboo Starfighter. That was just so gnarly. Ah, yeah, that was Basically really cool. just went, pimp my ride. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that the hyperspace, whatever, the pole thing was the same pole that they used to block the trash compactor? In the yeah, I yeah. saw that on a, on a web page. Yeah, that was really cool. I love the bit where uh, right at the very, very end of... Not at the very, very end, because it was a post credit scene, but at the uh, the end as Mando and Grogu flying away and Grogu's banging on the glass. He's like, no. And he's like, what's he doing? What's he doing? He's like, no, no. When he bangs on again, he's like, bah, 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 and obviously flips the booster. So Yeah, that was cool. I, when, they, when, they were, when they were pimping it, like, straight away, you know Grogu's going to be in that, you know, R2 unit. <laughs> yeah. Space, wherever. Yeah, the bay. The bay, yeah. But yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, so, we haven't had a chance to talk about some of the trailers that have come out. <gasps> I know the big one at the moment is Doctor Strange. Yeah. But, can we rewind a little bit and talk about Moon Knight? Oh, yeah. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so, generally, with this podcast, I don't think it's a great idea that we speculate on the films, because often they don't age well. Right, listening to the, some of the old ones, but yeah. Moon Knight, I'm so excited for the Doctor Strange trailer just dropped, like the second one. Oh my god, let the speculation begin! Oh. Mm. <laughs> I, I like the way they put the trailers together, though. So you get uh, you get the big reveals, like American Chavez, right there. You know, uh, so you're like, boom, she's in it. You know, she's in it, and then you have to look around for the other things, and then everyone's like, is that Professor X? Oh and, you know, yeah, like no. That. Oh, should we talk about Moon Knight then, quickly? <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's it. Like, um, It's weird. After all these years of being a Moon Knight fan, of everyone suddenly knowing who Moon Knight is. Yeah. People yes. don't like it. <laughs> it's yes. it's going to become what Deadpool became. Now everyone loves Deadpool. Everyone's going to love Moon Knight. I know, and like he's like my second favorite hero. So like, it it's one of those things. It's like, oh, when people ask you and you go, oh, Moon Knight, Spider Man, then it's Moon Knight, and who the hell is Moon Knight? And now everyone's gonna love Moon Knight because it looks so good, and they've got a great cast. Yeah, you're gonna be like, uh, you're gonna be like uh, Burns in that episode of The Simpsons with Nessie. No, no, don't look at him. Look, don't look at him. <laughs> yeah. So like I well I wanted to do well because I, I like the character but at the same time it's like but he's he's mine. <laughs> you don't get him like I get him. Uh yeah, but it looks great. I, Oscar Isaac seems as if he's he, he's the right choice to play that character. Um, because like just when you look at the type of characters he's played as um 
know, like in um, Ex Machina, uh, mm-hmm. and then in X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, and uh, X Wing pilot guy <laughs> as, as Star Wars. I couldn't remember the name of Star Wars again. X Con <laughs> in Drive. If we just go with X's, yeah. but it's like, yeah, he seems as if he's going to be a good. He he's got range to play different aspects of of. I don't know what name to use, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. You can say Adam if you want as well, if you want to address me. <laughs> no, oh, they call him Steve Stephen in the in the trailer, yeah. though, don't they? Yeah, someone also calls him Mark. Yeah, I know, but like it's weird because in the comic, Mark Spectre tends to be the, main. the primary yeah. ID. So They did say, apparently, that uh, they'd explain... Vaguely, why he's got an accent. Have you seen the pictures of um, Mr. Knight as well? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> and like, it was shared by Declan Chalvey, so I'm guessing he's a good source, seeing as he created the character. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and look, created that look for the character. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for that. It looks great. I'm, I'll leave it as that. <laughs> Have you seen, so in that second trailer, there's, uh, there's like two shots where I was like, oh! <gasps> And there's one where he jumps off the roof in his cape. And the cape opens out. Yep, that looks yeah. incredible. <laughs> and then you see his Moon Knight, you know, batarangs. I can't remember what they're called. Moonarangs. Crescent darts. Moonarangs. Moonarangs. Crescent darts. Let's, let's get that trending, people. Moonarangs. Moonarangs. No, crescent darts. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that bit when, when the Moonarang comes back to his hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't wait. But all of my Moon Knight comics are going up in price now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> that's, annoying. that's annoying about reading some of the books I read, and it's just like, ah, Batman's already, you know, Batman's already well-known, so you read Batman, they don't go up in price at all. And then Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. <laughs> what I saw, like, something that I noticed in the trailer that that people have picked up on. So, you know, there's a bit in the trailer where Stephen Strange is being... Uh, being escorted by uh, what people have said look like superior uh, superior Iron Man costumes. Yep. Yes. Like Ultrons. Yep. Didn't they look like Ultraman? Yeah. <laughs> I had to look at first and went, ooh, that looked like Ultraman. Yeah, the pinched mouth and the big bug eyes. Yeah. Those robots, I just, as soon as I saw them, I was like, ooh, Ultron variants, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But the, what is it? Superior Iron Man. Yeah. I always forget. I always forget the name. Yeah, that also makes a lot of sense, because I, I, I don't know if you know, but Tom Cruise is uh, highly rumored to be a Tony Stark variant. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that speculated online. But have you seen the supposed set photos? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I've seen a costume photo. Huh. Uh, there was a costume photo. I don't. I, it was. Uh, it was apparently put up on Ryan Reynolds' website and then taken down. And he's in the Deadpool outfit. But it, uh, what's? I saw that. Oh no! I think I saw that. It, is it something like? Oh, the interesting thing is, this is the costume de- costume designer from Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I I actually looked into that. I don't think it's real. Um. But yeah, there's a there's some supposed set photos of tom cruise and he's sporting a tony stark facial hair and you and you see a, a pretty solid image but yeah there's oh there's so much in that trailer to unpack well i've seen everything rumored in that trailer so yeah like peggy carter you say about those uh those robots 
leading in Doctor Strange, and then you hear that voice. Everyone knows who's, knows whose voice that is. Well, they say this Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I've um I've already seen people say that uh uh oh, there's posts going around saying oh Marvel have just confirmed that they've got a they've got already they've got mutants and I'm like that doesn't mean anything. It could mean that that's uh, prof- I was going to say Prosefa then Professor X, but it could also mean that Patrick Stewart is in the MCU as somebody else. Yeah. Could be. Just like Evan Peters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, it's, it, it's the conversation like this where I say about like, ah, oh, is it going to age well or not? Are we going to look like idiots yeah. in a few years? But like, it's, I mean, it's it's definitely Patrick Stewart. Come on. Yeah. I, I lo- like, it looks great. I, I was listening to something earlier and they were saying about like, Apparently there had to be some extensive reshoots because yeah. originally it was slated to be released before Spider-Man. So they yeah. were going to introduce America Chavez there. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw some concept art online about America Chavez was going to be in the Statue of Liberty scene mm. in Spider-Man. So yeah, there was, there's some truth to that. So like that'll be interesting to see how he's worked around that. Um yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm. So, did you see the the zombie Doctor Strange? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. And of course, we got the Dark Strange from the uh, from the What If series, which is uh, if if he's not the main villain, which I hope he isn't, it's going to be a nice, interesting speed bump. I I actually saw. Um, it's not the Doctor Strange from the What If. Ah, okay. I think someone watched the trailer with subtitles. And it says Sinister Strange. Right. Whereas the what if, I can't remember his name, but basically it was a different one. But you mentioned what if um, Captain Carter's shield appears on the poster. Really? Yeah. So there's a poster been released and it's like loads of like shattered glass sort of thing behind it. At this point in the podcast, Trenter's equipment decided to stop recording, which is a shame because everything he said was smart, insightful, and very funny. I'm just Googling it now. <laughs> yes. That would be cool. Hayley Atwell is obviously a perfect fit for that. I know she played Carter before, but it would just she's still a perfect fit for that. There's the thing as well with um, whether or not uh, Baron Mordor is the one that we met in Doctor Strange. Mm. I see somewhere suggest that he might be the Sorcerer Supreme of a different universe, a different timeline, or multi. Yeah, so he's a variant, where and it's his Kamatash that's getting attacked by the cloud. Right. Tranter agrees with Ricky and finds the theory very interesting and thought-provoking. So, like, it'll be interesting. Um, I reckon we shouldn't really speculate much more. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Uh, here then. Uh, what one thing, even if. Even if it is not likely, what would you like to see in Doctor Strange then, as it'll be uh, multiversal? Who would you love to see cameoing? Trenta suggests someone very funny for this cameo, although now cannot remember who it was. <laughs> Chris Evans as the Human Torch <laughs> meeting Peggy Carter yeah, and cool. her saying, You look like someone I know. Yes. Or something along those lines. 
I, I was going to say, I don't know, I was just going to think really hard and just trying to think of something. I, I like both of those. I'm just going to take both of those and go, yes. Green light those, please. <laughs> Tranta starts to speak, then stops. Uh, no, go on. Tranta then points out that he was just going to say something stupid. <laughs> That's fine. Say something stupid. Tranta says something stupid. <laughs> For science reasons, of course. To see what two people from different dimensions, what would happen if they touched, basically. I understand. Tranta points out the romantic subplot of the Loki series. Yes. <laughs> it's not incest if it's from a different uh, from a different universe. <laughs> That's where this whole show was based, uh, this whole movie was uh, based off of. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Talking about watching things, we've actually converted Adam to keeping a list of everything he's watching as well. Mm-hmm. Did we say how much we watched from last year? I'm up to f- 39 things. Yeah, so I ended up with... Um, I watched 64 movies and 25 series during the year. I'm already halfway there. I I did speed up my watching, watching towards the end. Because, like, you know, Christmas break and stuff. Yeah, 25, but I did... I think I did keep have some uh, shows where I've got the whole season uh, series instead of breaking it down into seasons like Breaking Bad, mm. um, staged. Yeah, so there you go. There's uh, we'll pick our favourites from last year. Adam can just make some up. I've, I can think. <laughs> I can think. I definitely watch things. I can definitely discuss ones I've watched. There are ones. There are films I can probably mention that uh, I watched. That were really cool. So. so that's been episode 17 of the Justice League podcast. And Adam's head is so big that he can think. <laughs> I can think. That's it. <laughs> it can think for itself. <laughs> no, it's just that you went, I can think. <laughs> Two <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Clearly I can't. <laughs> So, uh, like us on Facebook, the Justice League podcast, Facebook and Twitter, at Justice League Poe, and just follow Adam around the streets. It's fine. I, I'm very shifty and nifty and nimble, so you, you, you might lose me in a crowd, especially if it's a, if it's a parade day. Unless you, wear a, unless you wear a postman costume and then he might bite you. I was like, what's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry dog. I wasn't an angry dog. <laughs> I was angry dogged. Also, be careful when you drink tea. <laughs> Gotta go in the right hole. <laughs> yeah. You know, know those really bad infomercials where it's like people doing things that they never do. Do you constantly burn your asshole on a cup of tea? Maybe you're drinking it wrong. <laughs>